Christo, Principe de Paz, Gloria. I have a guest today. Yes, it is Friday, October 6th, 2023 AD. If you want to catch Hake with Aircraft Sparky, uh, we're going to have Aircraft Sparky according to our schedule. Hake and uh, Hake's handy dandy sidekick. We're going to, I'm going to interview Aircraft Sparky today. I debated him. So, uh, in the past, back in December 2022, and it's been almost uh, going on a year about, should we support Kanye? Should conservatives support Kanye West? He's a conservative guy, military veteran. Um, and I hope to talk about evil Hillary Clinton maybe a little bit. They want to throw us in our re-edumamification camps. They're, re-ed- they're not our re-edumamification camps. It's a busy day today. We have, it's Friday, you know, we have the Fallen State with that El Nino guy. Um, that's not his name. The Fallen State.tv. The Fallen State.tv. What? Oh, this is not good. Uh, well, The Fallen State on YouTube. I go to the Fallen State.tv and there's, anyway, I'll tell you about it. Um, nice. And uh, we have American Anger Baby at 4 p.m. Check that out. Check that out. Let me give you the guy's actual name. David Rodriguez. David Nino Rodriguez. Maybe Nino, but David Nino Rodriguez. So, guys, uh, let's get right on, before I get to my guest, with the beautiful show with the AJ Gallardo original theme song. Nice. Enjoying the AJ Gallardo original theme song. It is Friday. We love Fridays. Fob Fridays, Frog Eyes Fridays. And I have a guest this Friday today. Call in. Oh, it's the Hake Report. The Hake Report. La la la. Oh, it's the Hake Report. The Hake Report. La la. So, how you guys doing? I am fine. I have the Jesse Lee Peterson t-shirt called July Just Feels White. Celebrate White History Month with Jesse Lee Peterson. It is a limited edition. It's not available, I don't think, right at this moment. But uh, get it next. Get yours next year. We love white people. We love all people. Um, if we love any people, right? So let me check with my guest. Are you here, guest? Aircraft Sparky. I am, yes. Nice. Call, uh, people in the chat, press one if you can hear him. Press two if you do not hear him. Uh, it should be coming in loud and clear. Press three if it's iffy. But it, you're looking good to me. <laughs> oh, well, looking good. Well, that's, a, that's very... Oof. 
<laughs> kind of look like Shrek, but it's okay, man. Right on. Welcome, Aircraft Sparky. Aircraft Sparky, all one word. He's on YouTube. He's on Odyssey, O-D-Y-S-E-E. And you are also on Twitter, Aircraft Sparky One, number one. Yes, I'm also on Rumble, uh, and nice. I do Twitch streams occasionally. So, yeah. Right on, man. Welcome to the show. You you talked with me last in uh, December, last December. Yeah, it's been a minute, hasn't it? Yeah. I, I've kept you in mind because I know you mentioned you wanted to work with me again. We had a good oh, yeah. conversation. I am always willing to work with anybody. And look, you've got some unique perspectives. I don't always agree with them. Uh, but I, I try to hear them out and, you know, uh, we get to some interesting conversations and I think that's important, yeah. especially in today's day where people don't want to talk to each other at all. Yeah. Is that a San Diego hat? Yes, it is. Yes. I'm a Padres fan. Okay. Nice. Um, first major league baseball team I ever got to see in, in their actual show in their setting. And, uh, cause, uh, well, Half my family's from from Southern California, anyway. So San Diego, Escondido area. Oh, right on. Um, and what's your sh warning shirt say? Since we're it pointing says out warning, our it's it, a trap. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, it has the Star Wars alien yeah. guy on it. A good guy alien. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Fel a fellow Star Wars fan. Right on. He has the worst guests. Says, come on, man. I'm reading the chat. <laughs> Funny man. Uh, you're a conservative. Is that correct? Uh, yes, yes. I, I would consider myself a populist conservative, uh, uh, constitutional, uh, constitutional following, uh, conservative as well. Yeah. Uh, but I'm also a Christian and, uh, those two don't always come together that well because we've got a lot of pro-abortion, um, conservatives, which I think are disgusting. Um, and there's things that are, you know, some things that may be law of man may not be law of God. So occasionally i'll have some uh, little differences there yeah i mean it seems like most at least during the tea party days 10 years ago plus the constitutional conservatives many of them were christian or at least christian friendly yes but you're right a lot of libertarians have come into our side because the democrats are so off the wall and the libertarian parties sometimes more or less not viable viable are you sort yeah, of libertarian at all party <laughs> uh, it, I, I did when I was younger, Yeah. Uh, but a, a lot of the libertarian ideals doesn't work in the real world. Yeah, true. And we have to be, we, we've really got to be sensible about what we, what we try to push forward. What are people going to actually believe, follow and things like that. And the idea that you can't have some form of government that, that just doesn't work. I mean, let, let's be real people want some things done for them with them, them them having to worry about it themselves and that's where some limited government can come in and work you you kind of need a high trust society for that where for less government where people are yeah. more they tend to agree with each other already anyway that's why i think a lot of libertarians turn into white nationalists for that reason because they realize that these other groups are brainwashed to hate right hate whites and this freedom stuff is not for a society that isn't already moral and getting along and reasonable with each other. Yeah, yeah, I can understand that. I can follow that. I don't know if they all turn into white nationalists. Not all, but um, many of them. It seems like Chris Cantwell and some others have 
become more like that you know i i think uh people are a little loose with throwing around the idea of white nationalism because right. i don't think a lot of people are looking for an actual ethno state uh if you really want to yeah, see true. where where you 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 see a pushing for a separation of races you'll see that more in the black community with the black separatist movement yeah true and um i, I feel sorry for those people because it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what shade of skin you have. Everyone should be able to live together peacefully um, and happy, just as long as you come together under the same truths. Yeah. And I think that's where a lot of the world is uh, falling short, especially with uh, moving away from religion. Yep. And um, proper m morality. I mean, God, our our country is it. It is becoming uh, definitely. An immoral society. Yeah, it's it's pretty bad. Did you say? Did you tell me when we talked last that you were a, a messianic Jew or like you were? I am. Jewish? I'm a messianic Jew. Yes. Okay. Uh, Jew, Jews with Jesus, as I like to call them. Nice. <laughs> so, yeah. were you raised Christian or were you raised messianic Jew? Uh, so I was. So uh, messianic Judaism is actual Christian. Christianity. Yeah. Um, I raised myself in a Southern Baptist church. Um. My parents weren't religion, religious. I sought out religion. Initially, found it in southern in the Southern Baptist uh, realm, and uh, got disillusioned, um, as many teenagers do. Left the church. Uh, came back years later um, during my military service, and um, still, it, there was something missing. Me and my wife went looking. We found Messianic Judaism, and uh, we're, we're quite happy with it. Were your parents, like, secular Jewish people, or what? No, they, they uh... So they, you're not Jewish regular... by blood, necessarily? No, no, no. I, okay. I, I, I do have Jewish blood in me. Yeah. Um, I have a couple of, uh, like, great uncles and stuff that uh, survived the Holocaust. But uh, I wasn't raised in any of the Jewish tradition or anything like that. No. Yeah. So last time we talked, you mentioned being a constitutionalist conservative, and mm -hmm. Trump talked about how, you know, with the... Well, I disavow his comments on the election, of course, for the sake of our channels, but he said with, with what he felt happened with the election, we should suspend even the Constitution. And that yeah. became a... You didn't want to support Trump after that. No, is that no still I didn't support that at all. I still don't support that. I think that is a childish uh, way to look at it. Um, I will tell you that John Wilkes Booth was right by shooting a tyrant uh, known as Lincoln. Even though Lincoln had great intentions with ending slavery and things like that, when he suspended the Constitution during the Civil War, he then became a tyrant and he needed to be dealt with. Now, so you think that that was like the assassination was justified? Yes. Wow. Whoa. That's I. I understand that uh, <clears throat> that. You can like it seems quite fair to say that it's wrong to n not to let these the Southerners secede from the Union because they yeah. lawfully seceded from the Union. Mm -hmm. a but, but you don't <laughs> you don't throw away the your principles because a group did something you don't agree with. Now, you have to hold to your principles and you have to you have to live up to who you're supposed to be even in a crisis. Right, yeah, and I. But I think that the I think that John Wilkes Booth. My take is that John Wilkes Booth. I never. 
I feel like you mentioned this one time before. It, it oh, took me probably. a little bit aback. I know, I know people who are very anti-Lincoln, and I'm, I guess, on the fence. I don't know, but I understand more and more the Southern position. Uh, but it. Well, what, I, what I good, am actually a Southerner. I grew up in Mississippi, the beautiful South. What good uh, did it yeah. do? What good did John Wilkes Booth do? Uh, it prevented the tyrant from doing more tyrannical things. But he was holding people. He held people unconstitutionally in prison because they were his political prisoner. And, and did those Joe prisoners, Biden did those what prisoners, Joe Biden and his administration is doing right now to Trump supporters is the exact same thing. Yeah. That Lincoln did to Southern secessionists who have broken no law other than they were in D.C. when the states they represented seceded. Yeah. And he put them in prison without any bail hearing or anything. Wow. Because they were merely the representatives of states that decided to secede with or without these people knowing. So I have issues with that. Of if, course. You're gonna, if you're going to go to jail, you need to you need to actually be charged with something. And you have to be given your your due your due in court. Um, I I disavow, especially for I mean I disavow unjustified political violence. Yes. Did the, did any of those prisoners under Lincoln get freed as a result of his assassination? What good did his assassination? No, do? no, no. They were actually. Um, they were actually freed just before that happened. And, and look, we really don't know John Wilkes Booth's full motivation on killing Lincoln. Yeah. I'm just saying the result was right. But the result doesn't sound like it was right because look at how tyranny is more than just one person. Tyranny you're, is... You're right, but if you have the tyrant uh-huh. who is pushing it all, if you, if you cut the serpent you know, off at the head... The rest of the body falls dead. But the head of the serpent is Satan, really, and you're never going to cut that head well, off. It's not yeah, a person. We can't get into a we can't get into a uh, <laughs> ontological war with uh, with spirits <laughs> and demons uh, in the physical realm. Yeah, so, no, I'm tracking that. To me, that's but, fighting evil with evil because it was it, it was it was a murder at least, right? I think it was a murder. I think I, I don't know, man. That seems like terrorism or assassination or I mean terrorism is kind of a is a sort of political political term. It's kind of like yeah, a, yeah. A, terrorism, an act of war. So terrorism is one of those uh, one of those buzzwords we like to use yeah. to um, justify to normal war. A, another side. Yeah. One person's terrorist is another's freedom fighter, supposedly. Yeah. Um, but I spent a lot of time fighting the war on terror, so I just oh yeah. Yeah. Um, and that you, you were you were you for it at one point and disillusioned by it by it afterwards? So I was very pro invasion of Afghanistan. Um, I was actually with the initial invasion. Um, These are the early two thousands, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, about a month to a month and a half into the campaign, we found out that Osama bin Laden left Afghanistan, and when we didn't leave, I was like, "What are we doing here?" Oh. So that really, yeah, that really bothered me. Interesting. I, yeah, yeah. I have no problem bringing war to those who bring war to us. Yeah, but once the target of our war is no longer there, we have no reason to spread democracy. <laughs> yeah. Um, the the Afghan people 
I don't agree with their worldview. I don't agree with how they do things, but it's not my place to tell them how to live. Right. Makes total sense. And that's what we were doing over there. We were trying to turn them into a little America, like what we did to Japan and Korea, South Korea. And those people wouldn't, they, they weren't taking that. There are a lot of people, last quick point before I get to, I have a call who wants to talk to you about Lincoln. Um, awesome. Going back to the notion of taking action against tyrants, taking action into your own hands, anytime a, a, a person with some, some of the grievances that people have said who've done different things that are violent or that have brought the government down on them, such as John Wilkes Booth, such as more recent like militia-type people or... Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll, I'll, these ma- some of these even mass shooters, they have said things that they have they've complained. They have had legitimate complaints. The, some of the stuff that they mm-hmm. say is true, but yes. their actions are wrong, and their actions Definitely. only bring more evil upon the people who are whom they're trying to sh- support. Which is so you got to look at the times though. So today. Like I'm currently in Oklahoma. No, no, Chad. I'm not in. I'm not in uh, California. Don't talk. If to I yourself. was, I'd be sitting right next to right <laughs> next to Hake. Nice. Uh, but uh, I'm I'm currently in Oklahoma. Hake is in Hake is in Southern California, and we're able to talk. We could talk this same way if I was in on the other side of the Earth right now. The world has gotten smaller. So, with that in mind. The actions that we take have to be fitting for the times that we're in. Yeah. Okay. The idea like in January 6th, and I was at January 6th. I was there documenting what was going on over there. Um, people rushing the Capitol was pointless. Yeah. Uh, yes, they, they, they slowed the proceedings. But look at the response that they've gotten. We've got people still sitting in jail without any trial whatsoever have been denied bail have been put in solitary confinement this wasn't the 1800s you can't take over a building and stop the world (laughs) we could do what we do today over the internet it was a pointless act it was it was interesting being there on the ground seeing it seeing it unfold it was kind of inspiring but it was about Two centuries behind the times. Yeah. If you know what I mean. And none of them were armed. They weren't, they, I don't think they were really no. planning on doing the stuff that they're accused of planning on doing. They just wanted to make a scene and. Yeah. I have a video uh, when they got up to the, to the stairs and people were dancing and everything. And, <laughs> and I asked one of the people, cool, what are you going to do now? And the lady that, I was asking, just looked at me blank, and it, you could tell she didn't know what they were going to do. Now, if you would have asked me, I wouldn't have went any further. I would have stayed on those stairs, and I would have chanted and protested and everything else. Outside the building. Outside. Yeah. I think going into the Capitol was a step too far. Yeah. I did not enter the Capitol. But if you would have done that, you would have been heard. The same result probably would have happened, but with less people being in prison right now. Yeah. Wow. So, 
you've got to be you've got to be smart about the things you do you got to understand the world you live in today and where assassinating lincoln at that time might have been the right the right thing to do i don't really think it was but oh, okay the Good. idea that killing a tyrant is the right thing to do i, I do agree with that portion you you got to understand the times you live in they stopped they stopped they slowed down the anointing of Biden into the presidency. That's all they did. Yeah. They could have done the same thing over Zoom, over Skype. They didn't even have to be there. So taking a building is not how you take a government. It's not how you take over anything. It's asinine to even suggest that could happen today. Krabby Turtle says the FBI is still rounding up people for January 6th. They picked up 20 more people last month, according to him. I'm waiting. I'm still waiting on the FBI to uh, come, come and arrest me. They've. I've talked to them. I've interviewed with them. Yeah, but you haven't. You didn't even go into the Capitol. You didn't. No, break, I didn't breach the breach the barriers. Maybe. You oh crossed. no, I breached the barriers. But those. But you weren't involved in breaking down the barriers. <laughs> no, Everybody no, had no. breached the barriers no. by that yeah. point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's get to Daniel in Texas, who's on the line. He's he knows some history stuff about the South. He's kind of in neither. On neither side. Daniel in Texas, thanks for calling, man. You're live with Aircraft Sparky. Thank you, James. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Uh, good morning, Mr. Sparky. Hey, how's it going, buddy? I'm well. I wanted to ask you, um, and you you've seem to have elaborated a little bit more on the Lincoln assassination, but um, of, of what benefit exactly was his assassination? A tyrant was put down. Okay, so he, he's a tyrant? He, he was a tyrant. He he went he went outside of the Constitution. He suspended the Constitution, and locked up his political opponents. Okay. One less tyrant and, in the world is a better world. And you say you don't know the motivations of John Wilkes Booth? I really don't know all the motivations. I've I've read some stuff uh, uh, on it, and his was more of more along of the the lines of the the secession of the South and. Stuff like that, and I believe he did support slavery, which I am fully against. Um, but it wasn't about his motivations fully, as the end result, as as in one less tyrant in the world being a better place. I'm for tyrants sometimes. There aren't there good tyrants. Not that not uh, that Lincoln was a good tyrant or whatever, but well, uh, no. <laughs> there, there's no uh, a tyrant is unjust. Okay, it's. But so um, is democracy. Democracy is unjust. Democracy does not exist. It never has uh, existed. Yeah. We live in a republic that uh, uses democratic systems. Anyway, uh, let's get back to Daniel in Texas. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and um, so, uh, so you're anti-tyrant and anti-slavery, correct? Yes. Okay. Um, but you, you said why john wilkes booth. You, you said you didn't exactly know john wilkes booth yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so but, some, but you did say that he assassinated him because he saw him to be a tyrant correct yes okay different um, points of view you you can you can see someone as a tyrant and have different reasonings like what i would call a tyrant and what you may call a tyrant could be two different things we could both be correct but we have come to our conclusions for different reasons Okay, so um, I also 
heard you say that uh, you're, you're pro-secession, correct? No, I didn't say I was pro-secession. Oh, okay, okay. Constitution. Okay, uh, pro-constitution. Pro which includes then, se- the right to secession, I think. Yes. Okay, the right to secession is in the Constitution. Uh, may I ask you, um, did you know that if you are a state in the Confederacy, you are not allowed to secede? Uh, yes, yes. That uh, that amendment came came following the Civil War, but well, this, well, following, following the right the to succeed no longer exists in America. There, it, it no longer exists. No, he, he's talking. He's saying in the Confederacy, the Confederate Constitution did not include the right to secede. Yes, and they agreed, and they agreed to that. All the that states agreed to they, that. Yes, right. they ratified. So that. once once you're in the Confederacy, you're you can't get out. Yes. Okay. And you're okay with that? Well, yeah, the Confederacy died. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm just I'm just saying that um, we're, I, we're placing look, a lot of I, value. I think, we're placing a lot of value with the Constitution and the right to secede. So then, I believe in the US Constitution, I believe in the founding principles of this of this country. I believe okay. that with the initial deal that you had the right to succeed, you no longer do. In either the, in either country, yeah, yeah. Um, I think the original Constitution and the original interpretations of it are correct. Okay, I'm but a. That's not true. It's not true that in either country you had the right. In one country, you had the right. Yes, to in one country but you in, did, but in the and they took that away country, after the Civil War, though. In the that Confederate no country, exists. in the Confederate country, you did not have a right. Okay, but they agreed to that, and that's fine. But I'm not here supporting the Constitution of the Confederacy. I'm here supporting the U.S. Constitution. Well, did the did the Confederacy adopt the U.S. Constitution? I mean, no, they wrote their own. They wrote their own. Yes, in fact, one of the first uh, one of the first rights listed in the Confederate Constitution was the right to slavery, which I vehemently disagree with. Okay, well, it's the, it's the third uh, article in the Confederate Constitution. Oh, it's the third article. Okay, so I was I, I was too off, but it was still. But you're but pretty, you're, you're correct. There. I mean, you're correct. It is in the Constitution. Yes, it's, it's protected by the Constitution, explicitly protected. Yes, um, but you're anti-slavery, so yes, uh, yes, it, I, it's wrong. It's wrong so, for me to say <laughs> that you agree with the Confederacy. No, no, I do not agree with the Confederacy at all. I agree with the okay. U.S. Constitution. The, the Confederate Constitution doesn't even exist anymore because the Confederacy no longer exists. Okay. Because <clears throat> um, I'm just trying to sum up your position because your position is different from what I typically hear. What I typically hear is that Lincoln is assassinated, he's perceived as a tyrant, and, and so this is why he's, uh, he's gone, and... It, it, it's basically a sympathy battle for the Confederacy, but but that's not what you're doing. No. Okay. And and I grew up. I grew up in the Deep South. I I grew up in the, hearing the South shall rise again and all this other garbage. And I'm just okay. sitting there going, the Confederacy was kind of stupid. The the initial, what they told the world why they initially succeeded, was because of taxation without representation because there was tariffs placed on Southern crops going into northern states. 
they did that. They did that without even Southerners, vo Southerners voting for it in Congress. Now, if that is a legitimate reason why they decided to succeed, cool. Because they weren't ending slavery at that time. So the idea that the Confederacy seceded because of slavery is actually stupid. The idea of slavery being the reason for the, battle, for the battles being fought in the Civil War didn't even happen until the South made a, a terrible decision to invade the North. So, um, and it was after the battle, it was during the Gettysburg Address when Lincoln brought forward the, uh, the biggest joke in American mythology known as the Emancipation Proclamation, which um, did not free a single slave. In um, fact, it justified slavery in Union states, such as Kentucky well, and Maryland okay. and stuff like that. I know that um, a, lot of the, a lot of the conversations between what happened in the Civil War gets, gets muddied because uh, people say North and South when they're referring to the Union and the Confederacy. And they say, well, they, you know, in, in the Union, they had slavery. It wasn't emancipated totally, and that's not really what's going on. What's what, what's going on is there are two modern, for the time, nations. There's two nations. There's the United States and the Confederacy, and these are two modern nations that are that are fighting each other. Both mm -hmm. of them do have slavery, but the war aim of the Union is to preserve the Union. Um, the integrity of the, of every state in the union, and the war aim of the Confederacy is an independent uh, Confederate yes. government with with these particular states. Yes, but um, we teach our kids that the that the Civil War was for slave to end slavery, and that is a lie. Uh, you're right. It's, it's I, I agree. It's it's not true that it was a war to end slavery. It was a Civil War. It was there was a modern nation that uh, there was a, there was two modern nations involved. There was mm -hmm. one that formed with the Confederate coalition, I guess, and then there was the United States. And these are two modern nations that warred against each other. And this isn't one blob of Americans that all have a very similar lifestyle, that the lifestyle of the people centered in the Deep South and the lifestyle of the people in, in the North were very different. These were not the same people. Um, so, yeah, I, a lot of this stuff gets really muddied in debates and conversations because well, of that. And, and you're right. I mean, even today. So the lifestyle that, that Hake lives, that Hake, Hake Hake lives every day in California is completely different than the life I live in Oklahoma or you, sir, in Texas. Okay. Right. Uh, we are not such a united people that we all have the same experiences, the same lifestyles, even. But that's but actually I one would, of the beautiful I parts argue, of America is how we can all I come together. That, I would argue that you, myself, and Hake are more, uh, we have more in common with each other than what they did in the past between the people who lived in the Confederacy and the people who lived in the Union. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, possibly, yeah. Yeah, yeah us three have far more in common than what mm -hmm. those individuals did back then. 
I mean, we live in silly times. We, we really do. Um, right. I believe last night, uh, Hake was on Modern Day Debates, and uh, it was interesting. Uh, was that a trans woman that you were paired I'm, with? I'm almost positive it was a normal woman. Oh, uh, yeah. That was, a, a that was one manly-looking woman. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Um, it was looking up at her, and it, so it made her chin look bigger. Yeah, uh, but it was... Uh, it was an interesting thing uh, that we see on these debate panel shows. And, um, like, I, uh, one of the things, uh, Hake, I think you, you, you brought up the Me Too movement last night. Yeah. And I super chatted, and I wish they would have uh, put it up there and, and at least asked y'all. So I, I said, um, women have been commodifying their sexuality since the beginning of time, prostitution being one of the oldest professions uh known around that have been seen around the world with that in mind is the me too movement even real yeah and uh and of course they didn't put that up there because it would have made hake's opponents look terrible because as they're sitting there simping over and over on everything um they are actually degrading women men and women in my belief we are not equal, but we uh, are meant to complement each other. Where where men are weaker in things, women excel in, and vice versa. We are actually meant to be joined together. I mean, that's just a biblical truth. And um, and it's natural I, too. It's like yes, it's very natural. <laughs> and uh, the 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 one guy, the Onizio or Onizion, or I don't know how to say his name. I think Ozian. Uh, yeah, Ozian. Yeah, he he said, "Well, if you do it, it's natural." That's not true, right? <laughs> I mean, there there's a lot of perversions that happen in this world that are not natural, and that's one of the reasons. The fact that it isn't natural is is why it is a problem, such as pumping children full of full of hormones that don't belong in their body to to change their outward appearance to make them more aesthetically pleasing. To their, to their mental picture that they have to themselves, you know, in the case of transgenderism and things like that. Okay, well, I, I've, I've said. Uh, I'm sorry, I, I get. <laughs> yeah, I get scatterbrained. I apologize. Take it away. <laughs> Thank you, Daniel in Texas. Appreciate you, man. Take care. Appreciate Thank you, Daniel. gentlemen. God All bless. Right. Uh, yeah, that was interesting. The uh, that debate, the modern day debate. Yeah, that show. What would I mean, what they, would you say? Uh, are men you personally? What would you say to are men ignored in society compared with women? So uh, I've got two answers. I got a yes and a no on that. So yes, men are ignored, but that is by intention because we are we are taught as men traditionally to be more stoic about our emotions and handle our problems on our own. This is a this is a cultural answer. Yes. And that's sort of a good they, thing. They are ignored because that's the way it's supposed to be. Right. Because men are supposed to be the rocks that the waves crash against to protect the family. Um, so, yes, they are ignored. No, they're not ignored because there are groups like men rights activists and things like that that are, that are pushing that more towards the forefront. But I think we need to go back to stoicism, more of a stoic uh, era where, where not just men – people should look towards their families 
uh, looks towards their little small knit groups to help themselves. The good Lord helps those that help themselves. And there are people around you to help you and pick you up to compliment you when you cannot do it yourself. Nice. Right on. Uh, I appreciate you tuning into that uh, modern day debate appearance. Aircraft Sparky. I have a few super chats that I'd like to read. Um, yeah. You guys can call in one 775 3773 Spoiler alert, bought a coffee saying, reminder that no Southern leader was perse- prosecuted after the Civil War, he says. Is yes, that a fact? That was, uh, yes, um, so, they, uh, so when they passed the 14th Amendment, they said that those who, who acted in insurrection or rebellion against the country could no longer hold office. But Lincoln did say, and, and, and credit to him, he said, a house divided cannot stand. Therefore, those who were part of this, who led, led this movement, does not need to be prosecuted. They've already lost. They've paid with their loss. Allow them to move on as uh, regular citizens and go from there. And I think that was like one of the few things that, that he did in the post-Civil War era that actually helped keep America together. Yeah. I think Reconstruction was done improperly. Yeah, I think so, too. Uh, Reconstruction sounds more and more like build back better. It sounds satanic. re-education, right? Right. Yeah. I'm going to get to that. I have the Hillary clip. We can talk about that. Yeah, the Hillary Clinton thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, evil is still real with the rumble rant. The North fought to keep the South. The South seceded, or he says succeeded. <laughs> Maybe he's yeah. mocking us. Uh, seceded over slavery. Uh, every single article of succession or secession, save one, listed slavery as a reason. It was by as, far... As a reason, not the reason. Right, a reason. That, yeah. is, that is a difference that a lot of people foc- don't focus on. Yeah, true. You know, I could I could sit there and say, hey, me and you disagree on this. Like slavery? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and we could have different reasons, and we could have multiple reasons, and I could agree with you on four out of five, but I disagree with you because of this one reason. No, when they seceded, they seceded over multiple reasons, yeah. and one of the major reasons... That is listed it was taxation without representation, tariffs placed on southern crops for the industrial north. Interesting, man. Yeah. Uh, he said slavery was by far the most prolific reason listed. Taxes is BS, bogus speech. Uh, interesting, he says. Um, I don't know. I, I don't really have a strong opinion about it, about the slavery thing. I think that the, I think. We have a tendency, we as in society today, have a tendency to like fall all over ourselves saying slavery was so bad. But I, I think, think we need to. Slavery is bad. But it, it may be bad, but we yeah. don't need to like overstate it and be like, oh, and kiss up to how bad it was for the blacks. And it was bad for the whites too, I heard. It, it was bad for everyone maybe. involved. Yeah. I mean, look, uh, the, the slave owners, okay? that had to take a toll on their soul because what they were doing was unjust and our God is a just God. And I assure you there was retribution for those unjust, just actions. You're talking about like in the afterlife or yes. 
Now, weren't there good and bad slave owners? Weren't there just? I'm sure there were slave owners. Um, I'm sure there. I'm sure there was some better. But any time that you hold someone against their will, when it's not a form of punishment, just merely existing, I, I that's unjust. And I believe that there's some type of spiritual payment that has to be done for that. Some were able to buy their freedom, right? And then they became slave owners themselves. <clears throat> Black slave owners. I believe believe that did happen. The first slave owner in America happened to be black. Yeah. True. So, Uh, Wow Hassan, my fellow JLP network host, mentioned that before. Anthony Johnson or something like that? Yeah, I believe believe that's right, yes. Uh, Evil is still real, says that now we have the opposite. Before I get to this other super chat, we have the opposite problem where no longer are we not allowed to have slavery. We're not, we're not allowed to have, make a contract. I'm not allowed to work for you for $2 an hour. $2 an hour is below minimum wage. They have minimum yes, wage yes. now, which is yes. the opposite extreme, to, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And uh, really, the minimum wage has done more harm to lower-income families yeah. than anything else because it has overinflated yep. the value of the dollar. So Cost of living went up. <laughs> Yeah, seven twenty-five is the minimum wage federally an hour. I think uh, where you live, it's like um, fifteen dollars or eighteen dollars, something like that. I can't Newsom, remember. Newsom signed for twenty dollars an hour minimum wage for uh, for fast food workers. <laughs> yeah, no. See, no one should be paid that much. To, if if you're getting paid to do something, you could teach a four-year-old to do. <laughs> yeah, that uh, you shouldn't get twenty dollars for it. I'm what, like what you said. You're there are they're enabling more inflation rather than. Calming it down, artificially yeah. inflating the value of money. Nice, man. Okay, back to the super chats. Evil is still real. The physic, physique and mental capacity confirms itself as a plant eating chat tard against all that is decent. <laughs> so uh, that's probably against me. I am fat. Maybe. Um, so I am a disabled vet. Um, I can't exercise as much as uh, people. And um, look, I have eaten poorly. But uh, hey, uh, hey, uh, I've actually lost weight since last last time we talked. Right on, uh, man. I can work on that. Um, get to know people more before you try to actually insult them. But thank <laughs> you for giving money. I'm glad you're paying them money to try to insult me. Good job. Appreciate it. Evil is real. <laughs> um, just a couple. Of, you know, I had some super chats left over. Let's see if these were if these fit for uh, for our guest here. Okay, yes. Prince Vibes says, with a coffee yesterday, I'm being asked to run for the president of the PTA, Parent Teacher Association, you know, with schools. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because my beliefs are opposite of the current one, the current PTA, who's pro-rainbow, that LGBTQ madness. Uh, Yeah. They're also being unethical. I'm already active within the school. Should I run, asks Prince Vibes, who is a, a mother. She's a woman. I often say, oh, women shouldn't be so involved in politics, but I don't know. It might be worth running. Well, when it comes, when it comes to the rearing of children, so, so naturally, women, women are the ones that are the emotional support for the children. They're the ones that actually help uh, push the morality in the, in the kids, where the man is there to protect the family and to, to make money, help support the family. Yes. Women should get involved in the PTA because they they are actually part of their charter. What are they supposed to do is to 
take care of the children. And if that's the way that you can take care of what your child is exposed to in these government-funded um, institutions, yes, please do. Yeah. You're responsible for your children and how they are raised. And with you having them go into a school, to a public school, you are exposing them to other people that may have different ideas on how to raise your child, and you have to protect them from that. Yeah, she might consider taking them out of the schools if she can. Uh, it's uh, I'm a huge proponent for homeschooling, Yeah, uh, and I am a licensed educator in Oklahoma, Texas, and Florida. Um, but that isn't, that isn't an option for everybody. Not everyone. Some people have to have two incomes in order just to survive in today's society. You can't be a homeschool parent teaching your kids and work a full-time job outside the home. So the most viable option is to put your kid into, into a school. If you can, if you can institute, if you can help push towards, uh, school choice, yeah. In your area, that'd be a good thing. Charter schools are a great resource. I really don't like the online school things. I think the children need to be able to go and and hang out physically with other children so they can get that social time. Yeah, nice. Um, also, Prince Vibes, ask your husband, obviously, above yeah. above guys online. Nice. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, being enlightened till I rise, bought a coffee. Morning, Hake. Aren't all atheists really just Satanist? I mean, every atheist I've been speaking to about, I've seen speaking about their faith in their lack of faith, always mention some dabbling in Satanism because it's closer to belief than atheism. Atheism just really seems like an excuse to worship man instead of God. I agree, well, sort of. Uh, no, I, I, I actually, I don't know if I would call it Satanism, but... Every every man, every human has a god. Yeah. Okay. It is either going to be, um, for for me, uh, I, I assume that we we worship the same god. I call him Adonai, but because that's just the Hebrew deal. But when it comes down to it, the god that I worship, the god that Hake worships, are the same. Atheists they either worship themselves because they're narcissists, which is something that Satan does drive. Or it could be money, or it could be fame. There's all other gods out there. But yes, at the end of it all, Lucifer would be the person pushing those different gods to them. Yeah, I mean, I think that there are many Christians who worship the devil and don't realize it. A lot of Christians live as though they're atheists, and, and well, effectively they are. And a lot of, a lot of Christians today, I... They're feel good. They're feel good Christians. Yeah. Um, I think one of the major problems in modern day uh, Christianity is they deny the the Old Testament, the Torah. Oh, Jesus yeah. did not. Jesus did not come to end God's law. He came to fulfill God's law, and he added to it. He did not take away. Yeah. So true. we should be keeping the Sabbath holy. Yeah. Okay? I mean it's we. You're supposed. It's good for you physically and mentally and spiritually to take a day of rest for sure. Yes, and there's uh, there's so many perversions of the Bible that that exist today, and uh, I just I don't. That's where that's where the biggest hole I found in my spiritual journey was, and the fact that 
we have certain cult versions of the churches that allow the rainbow coalition to run them. There should be no LGBT pastors or priests. There should be no women leading congregation. Women can testify. Women can uh, do things like that, but they are not to be spiritual leaders. That is the ju- that is the role of man. Yeah. It is spelled out in the Bible, and Ye- so, yep, the churches that allow for female pastors, they are they are cults. They are no longer Christian. Yeah, because they are going against the word of God, and we as Christians need to hold ourselves accountable to the same rules that we hold others accountable to. You know, going back to women in leadership. You know, Prince Vibes is a gal who's called my show. She's super chatted to ask him about becoming a PTA leader. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say it may, be, it may be for her to do that, but I would encourage her and any woman who's involved in politics not to get caught up. Or if you are, do get caught up, catch yourself getting caught up so you can contain yourself better so that you don't act out so much because... So many of these women in politics who are conservatives, Tea Party people, de- standing up for what's right, they get caught up and go overboard on things. A lot of times women mm-hmm. go, get overexcited and prideful and in their ego, and well, then it's counterproductive. It men do that Yeah, as for well. sure. Men, males do that. Especially with the overfeminization of, of men yeah. in society today. They become just showboats, for sure. Men, yeah. that's what we have, that's what our politicians are nowadays. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, they're entertainers. Yeah. It's terrible. I, I want to get to uh, the speaker fight, but I have a call to get to. Oh, I do not have a call to get to. Let, before Uh-oh. we get to the speaker fight, um, I want to get to the Hillary Clinton thing. We have yeah. this. I have this clip. Clip 52 in here. Hillary Clinton's talking about, oh, we've always had these ultra-partisans, but now we have this tale of extremism, and we need to Re-edu, I call it re-edu-mamification, Kate them, turn, turn them into like liberal mamas. Because she's, the, we, the whole world is in a cult. Here it is. I think it's here. You have it ready? Oh, okay. Oh, it's, it should be in the folder, clip 52, refresh, because you might see it, might see it in the folder. I call it re-edu-mamification or ed- because education is meant to make you wiser or more intelligent where you don't just flippantly ex- accept and reject things. But most educated people are high on their egos well, and they're dumb liberals. Education has been replaced with indoctrination. Yeah. Yes. So education has become a false god. I I have a degree. I have two degrees. Who cares? Yeah, you're right. Uh, the the stuff that I learned from my communication degree was basically how to manipulate people through wording. <laughs> yeah. And uh, my my Middle Eastern history degree just taught me how bad Muslims are. Oh wow, interesting. <laughs> so, yeah. So here's the clip. Here's here's Hillary Clinton, and she sort of seemed to have a smoker voice, which I like a smoker voice on a woman, but Hillary is sort of demonic to me a little bit here she is very strong partisans in both parties in the past uh and we had very bitter battles over all kinds of things gun control and climate change and the economy and taxes but there wasn't this little tail of extremism waving you know wagging the dog of the uh, republican party 
as it is today. Mm -hmm. And sadly, so many of those extremists, those mega extremists, um, <laughs> take their marching orders from Donald Trump, who has no credibility left by any measure. He's only in it for himself. He's now defending himself in civil actions and criminal actions. And when do they break with him? You know, because at some point, you know, maybe there needs to be a formal deprogramming of the cult members, but something needs to happen. That's wild. Talk about pots and kettles. <laughs> well, look, um, to many Democrats, politics is a religion. Yeah. And there are people, there are people who follow Trump who have deified him as well, and he has become a false idol. Yeah, true. Uh, Trump is Trump is but a man, and he is a flawed man. Um, the only reason why I supported him is because he was actually doing what he promised, and a man is only good as their word. Trump, as a politician, followed more of what he promised than any other politician in American history. I, I'm pretty comfortable with saying. Wow, and. Um, and I was extremely mad when he wanted to uh, suspend the Constitution because he was throwing a hissy fit over an election. I thought, I'm still mad about that. Are you? And that's, yes. is that a deal breaker? You're not going to support him in 2024 or you and don't know? Looking at, looking at the other people who are running currently, I cannot support any of them. Yeah. Because um, Vivek Ramaswamy is probably the closest that I would I would want to be in a presidential uh, level, uh, Ron DeSantis, the, the petty, the pettiness that he has shown yeah. in the Strange. election I, is just not, he has done a good job in Florida overall, but he's yeah. made, he's made some bad moves here and there as well. He has violated first amendment rights I've of uh, different groups. Yeah. I'm not a fan of that. Um, I like what he's doing about no foreign ownership of lands in Florida. I love that. In fact, I'll 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 tell your audience as I tell my audience, no foreign country, no no citizen of a foreign country should own one ounce of land in America. Period. Nice. Okay. What about if they're this dual land citizens? This is our land. No, dual citizens. Do you know the majority of the Democrat Party is actually dual citizens? Really. Yes. In fact, uh, Chuck Schumer. You know, he's uh, he's a dual citizen of uh, the United States and Israel. Is he? Yes. Wow, fact, many Democrats, many Democrats do have dual citizenship in Israel, um, and I love Israel, but I don't want Israeli operatives in my government. Do you think Schumer is an Israeli operative? If you're a dual citizen, you're an operative. Hmm. Okay. I don't care what country it's for. You're an operative of that country. You either pledge your loyalty to this country to serve this country, or you don't serve. Yeah. Wow, Hassan, walking on water, Hassan agrees with that. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't mind, like, somebody who's like a Benjamin Netanyahu. I, I don't know. I don't know that much about him, but, I, but he strikes me as more we could work with him to so, benefit both uh, countries as no, opposed no, to. You can, but <laughs> Benjamin Netanyahu is going to do what is best for Israel. Right. He, is a, he is an Israeli nationalist. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yep. Okay, he is, he is a Zionist. He, he believes in the Jewish state's right to exist. I agree with him on that. Uh-huh. 
But I expect him to do what is best for his country, and I would do what is best for my country, and those are not always the same. Yeah, true. Interesting, man. Um, how much time do you have? Because we're coming to the top of the hour here, and uh, I have a call. I, and some... I know you run a two-hour show, and I have uh, set my watch to do your entire show for you. Man. Okay, cool, it. man. Well, with that, let's get to a break before we get back to calls. Um, if you don't mind taking like a five-minute break or so here. Um, we'll be right back, guys. Enjoy. It's FOB Friday. You, Aircraft Sparky probably disavows. Fresh off the boat Friday. We love the Asians. Let's listen to Jackie Chung. Uh, I think this track is entitled... Let's see. Love for a Wild Cat is, is the translation, according to uh, my notes. <laughs> Enjoy it. It's like a nice rocking song, and I'll be right back. We'll be right back for hour two. This is Aircraft Sparky with Hake. We'll get to your calls and more great stuff. Hang tight. This music got my stomach turning, bubbling.
Thank you guys for bearing with me through the beautiful music. <laughs> Jackie Chung, the god of song. Uh, Super Chats, being enlightened till I rise, says, I renounced my childhood citizenship of my parents' country for America when I joined up. I wholeheartedly agree with the guest. Thank you, man, over there on Rumble. A, a monthly subscriber. Thank you to Noah's Art Kansas with the diamond who says, Don't read this, Hake. Well, I won't. Thank you, Noah's Ark, Kansas, over on DLive. And on Buy Me a Coffee, spoiler alert, says, Liberalism is introductory Satanism. I agree with you, man. I agree. Uh, are you there? Is he unmuted here? Uh, Aircraft Sparky, thanks for hanging with me through the break there. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Glad to be here. <laughs> Let's take a call, man. Uh, Frederick is in Los Angeles, California. Frederick, thanks for calling. You're live with Aircraft Sparky. Good morning. Good morning, Aircraft Sparky. Good morning. How are you doing, sir? Good morning. I can see. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. I want to know. I got a question for you. The, you say you um, love Israel, but you for the country first. That sounds like a lot of gaslighting when you only vote for the representative that say they support Israel. Like the Santas, all of them kiss the wall, even Democrats. Except for like, Biden. It's a two-party system that's a one-party system, and they're draining our money. Americans done spent over 90% of their personal savings over the last two years. We're going broke. We went from like $2.2 trillion to $100 billion in personal savings. That's why they're keeping the rates up, and they control the inflation, the Federal Reserve. So how do you just gaslight about make America better first, but you're not, are you for reparations? Let me ask you that. <laughs> no. Why would <laughs> I be for reparations? Uh, but here, here's the deal. All foreign aid should be cut off until America is fixed. And what do you so, mean by fixed? Are you for reparations? Do you think that the blacks or slavery from 1600 built America? No, I do not think they built America. I believe that there are people from many different groups that built America. Uh, the, the, the slaves that, that quote-unquote built America, I mean, if, if you want to buy into the idea that the Civil War was strictly over slavery, that debt's been paid through the blood of patriots that, uh, that fought the Confederates. It was 100 years after slavery. America was built. How was America built if slaves didn't build America? What was the export? Do you think slaves are the only labor force that existed in America? I'm asking you, where did they get the I, money I'm asking you, do you think the, the slaves are the only labor the force that existed? To build 1776 is when America was founded, right? Not uh, 1886. 
It was actually 17 it was actually around 1774 when America started to deliver their identity. 1776 is when we actually sent the emancip- uh when we sent the uh uh Declaration of Independence, but we actually didn't become, we actually didn't uh, make our constitution until, uh, what, What 1781, 1782, so the main, the main export for the colonial area was tobacco, Uh, yes, there was slaves, there were slaves that worked that, but there was also a lot of just normal people who were farmers who who did the work too. No, 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 look it up, you gotta do your research. He did his but research. Anyway, he said ma- normal people, non-slaves did did stuff too. Slaves yeah. helped a little bit. That that's not building anything. They slaves work in the slaves only White accounted for tobacco farming. Slaves only accounted for two percent of the total workforce during the colonial times. Whoa! I hate to break this for you, my guy, but you know what <laughs> slaves built? Yeah, yeah. That's that whitewash history y'all hearing, and y'all uh, believing. Whitewash is like, true. Wash. Just like your God is a plagiarism mythology of uh, Amon Ra <laughs> and Aset, Asar, and Haru. Speak English. Well, Do you believe well, that? Well, Uhuru to you too, boo. <laughs> <laughs> but have you heard that? Do no. you believe that? Because I don't believe in I don't believe in pagan fake gods. I believe in Adonai on high, and uh, my my Abrahamic God. <laughs> Beats all your fake deities. What makes the Bible? What makes the Bible real? What makes the Bible real? Don't worry, you'll yeah, find out. Yeah, what makes the everything life, before sir. the Bible pagan? If they believed in the same principles and trinities and all of that, Moses was raised in a pagan, right? I mean, Moses was shown the shown the truth, and he converted. Uh, pagans can become no, Christians. No, he was raised pagans as pagan, the true right? God. I no, I don't believe so. Yes, the pharaohs raised Moses. No, the, his no, sister. No, the pharaohs did. did not raise Moses. Didn't his, his sister, sister did. and his mother? Yeah, yeah. They was all under the religion of what? Judaism. Pharaohs was giving orders. See how y'all like to play games. <laughs> Y'all know the truth. Y'all don't want to realize the truth. Y'all have your own scenario made up in your head. But that's okay. But the destruction of America is because y'all don't want to pay reparations. And that's why the Jews are rich now. Well, so so I'll, I'll throw this to you. I'm a second-generation American. I don't owe you squat. I know you. And no one owes, no one owes anyone that's squat. That's right. I know you don't. The, but, the um, sins, the the sins of the Frederick, 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 let him finish his yes, point sir. Yes, sir. before you jump in. No, no, Frederick, I just told you, let him finish his point, and then you just started talking again. Let Aircraft Sparky talk. I thought you did finish my point. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I thought you did finish my point. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, wait for him first, and then you. Okay, okay. All right. No, go ahead, Aircraft Sparky. Okay, okay. So, look, it's like this. So it has been written, so it will be said. The sins of the Father do not transfer to the Son. Therefore, reparations are all done. Thank you. Okay, now, Frederick, go ahead. You would like to think that. Is it my turn? Yes. Yeah, I think the slave owners knew the atrocities that they were doing was going to come back on their future generations, and they just didn't care. It's like they don't care now because they're so blinded. Y'all voting for the destruction of your own race by the degeneracy that you two pushing and not helping y'all. The degeneracy? 
Am I the one screaming about yes. smacking my hose and gripping my Glock as if my name was Dolomite? <laughs> no, I'm I'm sitting here talking about how families need to happen, about how men and women need to get married, how they need to have children, how they need to raise holy lives. That's what and you you're think. talking I know. about, I know. and you're and you're trying. You came on here talking about reparations, where you are trying to steal wealth off other people to benefit yourself. I'm sorry, sir. We are not the same. You said America first. What do you mean about yes, taking America care of first. America if you don't America want reparations? No. Hey, look, <laughs> 13% of, well, if we say all black America wants reparations, it's 13% of America. Okay? I have a question. You, what, how 87% you, of take the rest care of, of America does not give two shits about reparations. The people don't want it. See, you don't have no answer. Don't mean Y'all that just the people gaslight. Do. What's gaslighting? <laughs> he's he's <laughs> saying saying I want America first, but voting for Zionists. Jews are better for America than blacks. You don't see this here. Uh, <laughs> or am I wrong? It's stupid. <laughs> I want I want America first, but I'm gonna vote for somebody go over there and kiss the wall and fund Israel and back Israel in all these wars and fund Ukraine. Did, did you not, not hear that I, did you not hear I literally first. just say moments ago that I want to end all foreign aid until America What you want and who you vote for is different. Actually, no. Who I vote for, who I personally vote for, is people who most most closely meet my expectations and my beliefs. Who <laughs> Do you, you know- vote for should be the same way. <laughs> Do you know that so this you guy can go vote for Rokan and, and people like that who want reparations for you? He wants to vote that's for right. he's ah, supporting right. he's supporting that one Cornell West guy. That, Dr. He's a Cornell. Marxist. Doctor put the doctor on his name. He's a lame Cornell. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna help him get the forty percent that don't vote in America. Because that's all he need is some real free thinkers, self thinkers. And he can he can get the vote. He can help Trump win, but y'all are too racist to even look at him to be the um, unexpected candidate to split the vote between Biden and him. But no, nah, y'all want to be greedy and racist. I am all for Doctor Cornell West. Look, if Doctor Cornell West plan. wants to run, and I y'all think can't, he should run. And y'all be able to tell the truth. <laughs> Hold on, Frederick. I think it'd be great if uh, Dr. Cornell Russ, uh, runs and actually gets on the ballots because it will split the vote and it will take yeah, I know, the I know, woke vote away yeah, from Biden. I'm okay with that. It's to not going to win. Right. Why, why? I have not spoken out against Dr. West one damn bit. The The reality is... He's for reparations. Sir, you are, you are putting ideals <laughs> on me that I didn't even say. You right. were the one gaslighting, sir. You weren't for reparations, but Cornell West is. I'm not, so for, you I'm not for reparations. Cornel West. I don't have to agree with Cornell West in, to to not gaslight. You just said you I think Cornell West is a freaking him. loon. Yeah. But if you want him to run, he should run, you should vote for him, and you will lose, but that is okay. I'm okay with that. It don't yeah. matter about him losing. It's about Trump adopting his policies because he has a platform. Trump will not adopt that policy because it's a stupid yeah, policy. Yeah, he will. He has That's to right. bandwagon it. All right, or Frederick. Joe Biden will, or a Democrat will, and they'll go away from the duopoly that's in place right now. I appreciate it, Frederick. Got to go, man. Not until a week, huh? I got to go, man. Take care. All right, all right. Take care, Hank. Number all right. One. Uh, Deontay is in Florida on the line, Orlando, Florida. De- Deontay, thank you for calling, man. What's up? Hey, 
What's going on, buddy? Hey. Uh, I just wanted to further this discussion, uh, maybe not on reparations, but more on Trump versus DeSantis. Okay. What do your uh, guests think about that? What do you think uh, about Trump versus DeSantis, Aircraft Sparky? Uh, honestly, I think the more the more people that we have talking their ideas on the uh, uh, for the election, I think the better off that uh, steel sharpens steel. I like the way Ron DeSantis overall has governed Florida. I think he has made some mistakes. I think uh, Donald Trump made some mistakes when he was president. Um, Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis have more of a nationalistic view, which I I like. I prefer. Um, I think Ron DeSantis is more of the window dressed version of Trump. The what? Say it again one more time. More window, window dressed. dressed. So he's more palpable okay. to the to the public because he is more of a refined politician. I am tired of refined politicians. I want bulls in china shops. I want people who are rough around the edges. I want and even though I am still mad at Trump for talking about suspending the constitution over the loss of an election, I think that was him during a a weak moment where he was frustrated speaking with things that he shouldn't have spoke. Um I have not forgotten what he said, um, but I do forgive him because he hasn't spoke about that kind of stuff anymore. The policies that he pushes more aligns with uh, with what I want rather than a Ron DeSantis, which will cuck himself to the GOP uh, when it is beneficial to him. But I think Donald Trump is more willing to stand up against the GOP because he was scorned. He already he already cucked himself once by allowing the swamp to serve in his administration, and he saw how that backfired against him. Trump did. I don't think he's going to allow that to happen now. I think he's a stronger candidate overall. I have I agree in some areas, but it's areas I do disagree on. That's fair. I That's think fair. that hmm? that is fair. Uh, I I'm not I'm not an expert or anything. These are just my my opinions. I think Ron DeSantis overall is a good politician, but like many politicians, I don't think he's a principled politician. I think his his allegiance is for sale. I think Donald Trump's is not. I think people more like Matt Gates is more principled than Ron DeSantis would be any day. Um, that's just my opinion. So let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Why do you believe Ron DeSantis is not principled? Because Ron DeSantis has flip-flopped on multiple issues and it turns like out what? that his uh, um, so he talks about how he is for free speech. Okay, I'm mm-hmm. I'm I'm a free speech absolutist. I think you should be able to say anything you want to say. Uh, but then he had turned the power of the government against political um, opponents, such as um, with Disney, which I'm not a fan of Disney and what they do, but because they backed. Uh, political opponents and used their speech to do it, Ron DeSantis mm-hmm. used the weight of the executive government in Florida to go against that. I think that is immoral. Oh, I kind of liked that. <laughs> I think, no, so I me, like, let me I like that that so, ha- I like, and I, I'm a Trump, I like Trump, but Disney. I'm a DeSantis. I'm going with DeSantis now. Hey, but that's what awesome, about man. when Trump said about the abortion, he wants to do like the 15 week abortions and he wants to collaborate with the Democrats to find so out? So I'm, I'm an abortion abolitionist. 
Um, I think that so the overturning do you of agree Roe with Ron DeSantis with the you know I think it's like nine week abortion. He stopped abortion early. No, or do you agree? With I, I, Trump I I want who wants the elimination. So I want the elimination of all abortion, one hundred percent, even in the case of rape, because all okay. life is precious. I, I agree. Uh, but but so my deal is. Trump is but Trump's a, not a, a prag- Trump's not a abortion about uh, abolitionist. He said no. that Ron DeSantis no, is actually no, dumb for wanting to get rid of abortion. So it actually, I think the Supreme Court finally corrected the mistake that was Roe v. Wade by turning it over to. But the But we're states. not talking about Supreme Court. We're talking about Donald Trump, we, and we're talking about Ron DeSantis. But so we have to talk about Ron. What do you talk about Trump saying that he wanted to? He said that I Ron DeSantis is what you're dumb saying, for I'm trying to answer you, I understand what you're saying. I'm trying to answer you. So. What they're talking, they're talking past each other because abortion is not in the purview of the federal government. If you read the Constitution, the Constitution says spells out directly what the the role of the federal government is. Abortion falls under health care, which is licensed through the individual states. That means that it is a state's issue. It's a state's right issue. There should be no federal anything regulating, banning, or anything abortion. That should be done at the state level because it is not within the purview of the federal government. They are talking points to garner votes. What they believe and what they can do are two different animals. The overturning of Roe v. Wade brought it back to the states, which meant that the federal government cannot legislate on abortion. Boom. But you're not Done. answering the question. You're yeah, what did you think? What did you talk- think? Go ahead. Repeat your question, Deontay, about his Trump's comment. What do you think about Trump saying to Ron DeSantis that he was dumb for making his abortion ban? He said it should be 15 weeks instead of, I think, Ron DeSantis did either six or nine weeks. I can't remember. One of those. So, uh, uh, okay. I understand what you're saying. Do you agree with that or disagree? I, I disagree with both of them on this. But I'm an abolitionist, but I can understand where Trump is coming from. He is coming from a pragmatic viewpoint of trying to win a popularity contest where there right. are many people who voted who vote Democrat based solely on the abortion deal. What Trump is doing is he is courting those voters. Hey, I'm willing to consider this, but it's not even in the federal government's purview. And this is why we need to get back to basics and as American citizenship and learn civics, understand what the roles of these different governments are. Because abortion is not a federal issue. It is a state's issue. And this could solve a lot of problems in the political sphere if people would just understand what belongs to who and then fight for it at those levels. Because fighting at the federal level for a state's right issue is stupid. And I think Donald Trump, Donald, yeah, yeah, yeah. Donald Trump said what he said because he is trying to win votes. Okay. Understand a lot of things that politicians say are lies. So let me ask you this. Do you like that Trump, do you like that DeSantis basically said that everybody in the Florida can have a gun and, you know, unless you got a felony, but you don't need no more licenses, you can, you know, you can have a gun? I live in a constitutional carry, I live in a constitutional carry state. I think that is the only right way to do things. I think that nice. even prior felons should be able to own guns once they have paid their debt to society. Yeah. How is it that well, we can tell someone that you have to serve X amount of time of losing your freedom and everything because you made uh-huh. one mistake? Look, <laughs> I, I, I look at it like this. You could be brought up on felony fraud charges. 
Okay, that's a that's a felonious act. It's a nonviolent act, and you lose your right to vote. You lose your right to to own guns and everything else. And all you did was defraud someone of money, and I think that is wrong. Lose that for life. I believe that once you have done time, you have you have paid penance for your crime. You should be reintegrated to society fully, meaning you should be able to vote. You should be able to own guns and everything else. You should not lose any right for life unless you've lost your freedom for life. I agree. I agree. And let me ask you, this is my last question. Yes, uh, what do you think about Trump taking two years to build the wall, even though he had a Republican House and Congress, a House and Senate? So he had a he had a he had a divided Republican House and a divided Republican. How do you Senate. feel about him not getting the wall built in the first two years? Not about the politics. it actually so, but it actually makes sense when you have half your team not even supporting you. How can you win? I'm oh, surprised oh, he got as much one. as he did as he did get done. I'm actually impressed with the amount that he got done in spite of all the opposition. Yeah. What about what about him not doing an executive order to stop anchor babies? Um, I think that's beyond his. I believe that was honestly beyond his uh, ability. You can write an executive that's order. That's not beyond for his ability. That's not even well, a court. There's no court. There's no court orders that said that anchor babies are even a lawful act. So they've never the, been passed through the Supreme Court or Congress. Yeah. So um, the Fourteenth Amendment has nothing to do with anchor babies. You're right. Um, so when they talk about who is who is eligible to be a president, they basically state that they have to be born on American soil, and that is where the the idea of anchor babies came from. Personally, I think that is something that needs to go through the courts, and I think the courts need to decide. And the proper way to do it would to be look at the uh, look at the mother to father, look at their immigration status. If they came here legally and the baby was born in America, I believe they should be considered American citizens. If they're if they're illegal and they have a, a baby here, that is not an American citizen. Send them back. Citizen. Yeah, send them back. I in agree. fact, you know what? Deport them all and you can deport them via trebuchet. I don't care how you do it, just get them the hell out. Yeah, I think we should build that wall and that's why I want Ron DeSantis because I know my wall going to get built. He's going to stop all these anchor babies. He's going to be a real Trumpster. I, I know I like Trump. I love his personality. But if we're talking about rubber hitting the road, I can. I live in Florida. I moved to Florida. It's a beautiful place. No real no real homelessness. I think that he's going to be the one to get that job done. We're going to put all those Im- the illegals on the other side of that fence, and we're going to clean up our nation. Hey, but you, I you appreciate your, your viewpoints. I, I appreciate your, your honesty, and uh, it was it was cool talking to you. Interesting, Deontay. Thank you for giving me the chance to even talk. Yeah, I appreciate hey. that, Deontay. Interesting. Take care, man. And I'll be in Orlando All right. Sunday. I hung up on him. Deontay, I hung up on you in the middle of your thing because I didn't want to hear the click. What did you say yeah. you're going to be in, or, you're gonna be in Orlando, Orlando Sunday? I'll be in Orlando Sunday. Nice. Yeah. Right on, man. I'm actually, I'm, uh, so I'm going on vacation. Uh, that's why I'm off today. Normally, I'd be at work. Oh, sweet. Uh, so uh, I took the day off so I can do some things around the house before I go on vacation, and I'm going on a cruise, and we're flying into Orlando um, to, to get to our cruise. So, yeah. Is it Columbus Day uh, coming up Monday, October 9th? Uh, yes, it is. Yes. Nice. Is that why you have the day off, or is – never mind. You don't oh, no, no, no. So I, I'm taking two weeks off. I'm, oh, right on. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going on vacation. Me and the wife are going on vacation. Glad I caught you on a uh, – when you're able well, to you, meet during my normal Yeah, hours. yeah, yeah. And when I go on vacation um, next year, it's going to be in the May time zone. Uh, maybe we can work something out, and I can do some in, 
in person stuff with you, man. It'd be it'd be awesome. That'd be cool. I would enjoy that. I have this clip that I want to play, Hassan. Wow, Hassan, walking on water, Hassan, who's man in the board for me. This is a. Um, you're not going to be able to watch it, I don't think. Aircraft Sparky. But I've this, got the stream up. I'm watching. I'm okay. Watching the stream. This yeah. is from Clown World underscore. I mentioned this yesterday and tried to describe the situation. There is a video of a black gal. I think she was black, light skinned anyway, confronting a CVS employee. You know the drugstore, um, convenience store sort of place, uh, who called the cops on a couple of black men, and she's upset about that because they were they were stealing, they were shoplifting, and she called the. You don't call the cops on black Americans. Hopefully you, hopefully you uh, can understand what she's saying when you hear this clip. Here it is. Ask, um, so I live in the neighborhood, sure. um, and I have come to the CVS very often. Mm-hmm. May I ask why you called the police on those two men? Um, CVS policy dictates that if they're shoplifters, mm-hmm. the exit store with merchandise unpaid for, yeah. we should get the police involved. And if the police apprehend them, mm-hmm. we issue a bond note. Okay. So I actually did not elect the first charge. I said, hey, look, I just want them to know they can't come in here anymore because they shoplifted, and I just need them to sign that, and I need my merchandise back. And the officers obliged, and the guy said the same thing. Thank you. And they left. It's not your merchandise. It's the store. So you know what happened. follow my company's policies, not your policies, where I can appreciate concerns. So you're willing to risk someone's life for, what, $30,000 a year? That's There was no risk, in my opinion. Thank you. You have a great night. What is your name? My name is store manager. No, what is his name? (laughs) No one's going to tell you my name when you're sitting here videotaping us so that you can try and elicit some sort of violence against you. It's not going to happen. Elicit violence against you? You just elicited violence against two black men by calling the police on them. We got to walk away when one of them had a warrant and could have been arrested and the cops still let him go. Just listen to yourself. You work with black folks. You just remember that. (laughs) Crazy. And this... It's this gal who's being a busybody in a convenience store that just got robbed. <laughs> well, so it's really kind of funny. Uh, people were crying about the Antifa guy that was stabbed to death the other day by a black man. Yeah. And the uh, girlfriend had a GoFundMe that's raised over $65,000 now. Wow. Uh, but she wouldn't give a description of who stabbed him because it was a black man. Oh, my gosh. Um, look, race does not give you innocence it does not does not make you innocent at all yeah. it doesn't matter what color skinned is if you do a crime you should have to do the time it is what it is um and shoplifting is theft you don't have to like it <laughs> but if you work in retail if you want to keep your job you're going to enforce the rules and make sure that the company doesn't have over with short you know over over large shortages yeah. and things like that Part of your job is protection of those of those commodities that your company sells. Yep, exactly. And this gal is like, th- there's this myth that just merely calling the cops on black men is putting their lives at risk. When black men put their own lives at risk when they act up with police and escalate the situation with police. Yeah. If they don't act up and escalate, they're not at risk. <laughs> they say hands up, don't shoot, but how about pants up, don't loot? Yeah. Let's go. And hands up, don't shoot was a myth about... It was. It was a lie. <laughs> he was charging was... at the officer. Yes. And that officer, the, we're talking about Mike Brown in Ferguson, Missouri in 2014, August of 2014, the gentle giant, 18 years old, freshly mm-hmm. out of high school, 
Maybe he had his hands up for a second, but he started charging at uh, former officer Daniel... No, not Daniel. F- former officer Darren Wilson. Yeah, Darren Wilson. Did, is he a former officer? He's is former he- officer. Yeah, he was let go. Huh. A- and he had to, according to an interview, he had to basically go into hiding and only hang around certain types of people, white people, I think. Because so many blacks... I'm sure there were some blacks on his side. Um, uh, it's- so many blacks were, were brainwashed to think, oh, this guy's a murderer. It's insane. Well, it's, it's ridiculous that we use skin color to determine legitimacy these days. Yeah. Um, uh, content of character is more than, uh, than skin tones. I'm, and I'm not apologetic about that at all. Yeah, that's really a fact. There was something else that I wanted to mention. Oh, uh, speaking of these, these um, crimes, the, 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 t- the going after of police... This reminds me of the attack on men, um, and I, I wanted to bring it up yesterday in my debate, my modern-day debate. Uh, let's see. So the George Floyd comments, uh, Hassan here, I went and watched for the first time yesterday in preparation for my uh, men-under-attack debate the entire George Floyd arrest, the two videos where they first mm-hmm. got him out of the car and he was resisting and out of his mind and being like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this is happening. Yeah. I can't breathe. And then also the part where the little peanut gallery, people on the sidewalk were, were heckling, heckling the police. Maybe they had some legitimate concerns. You know, he doesn't look like he's breathing anymore. Uh, can I check his pulse? Whatever. I'm a, I'm a fireman. But in my opinion, that crowd made it worse for George Floyd. Because oh, they, were, they were sort of interfering with police work beyond ma- making a quick comment and then keeping off the street, you know, n- not stepping off the sidewalk. There, there's a problem in modern-day society that um, the idea of citizen journalist, I, I like it. I perform that kind of work here and there. But you have to do it in a way to where you're not interfering. If, yeah. if you wanna, when I was at Jan 6... I was literally filming what was going on and not giving any commentary. I would just ask questions here and there of yeah. people in the crowd if needed, if I thought it was necessary. But beyond that, I just let it happen. Um, but the Facebook era, the, the Twitter era that we see and everyone having these, these $1,000 freaking computers in our pockets, yeah. it has made people think that everyone can make a difference. Those people who were filming... Uh, George Floyd's overdose death, because that's what it was. He died of an overdose. So it seemed like to me. Well, I, the I know that Porter, the I, Porter even said that. Yeah. So, oh, really? Yes, because he took like uh, he took like seventy times a lethal dose of fentanyl, which some people can handle that amount, but uh, sure, maybe. <laughs> uh, but he died. He he aspirated. He died of he he died of fluid collecting in his lungs. Wow. Had nothing to do. With the police on him. I think it might have had a little bit. I think that might have added to the problem. I think he was overdosing and then this thing added to the problem, but he brought that on himself. Yes, yes. He chewed an eight ball. He killed himself. What we saw was a suicide and people were pitching a fit over because he wasn't treated well in his last moments of life. Oh, my God. My dog is insane. Oh, nice. Um, (laughs) But it's just one of those things. I believe those people made it worse i believe that it 
it made things uh, more problematic. They might have. I I think the cops were wrong in how they treated him overall, but they did not kill that man. They utilized that that deal to emotionally charge a situation. Yeah, and they convicted a bunch of people for crimes they didn't commit. Yeah, and it should be appealed and. It should be taken out of that area because a lot of people who were sitting on that jury were living in the area that was being burned down by rioters. And they're, they're saying, we don't know who the jurors are, but don't worry. We're going to burn, burn their house down anyway. Yeah. Yeah, true. So, you know, I, uh, I go there ahead. were no knees on the neck. There were no knees on the neck. It was the on the shoulder blade area. They're claiming that uh-huh. it was on the shoulder blade area. Uh, you didn't watch the you didn't watch the trial. That's fine. Your ignorance is is your fault, but don't try to spread it, please. Thank oh, so you. it was so it was acknowledged in the trial that his, yes. the knee was not on the neck. Yes. Wow. Yes. <laughs> yes. The, the coroner, the coroner even pretty much went through and said, yes, this was an overdose. But, but two, it was in a two supposed coroner reports. They had three coroners actually testify in the in the court case. Um, one was the initial state, the state coroner. Uh, the other one was a private coroner, and then they had um, uh, of the defense, and then they had another coroner that was paid for by the um, the Floyd family that testified. So and two of three didn't coroners. two of them say that the, that it was from the pressure on on top of him. That's why uh, the they convicted. State, no, the state said that it contributed. It did not cause. Yeah. Okay. The Floyd, the Floyd one said, "Oh, it caused it." Right. It's a, it's a game of words. It's used yeah. to manipulate people. It's 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 what the that is what true gaslighting is. Yeah. When you you pick specific words that can be misinterpreted to misinform. Yeah. That is that is what gaslighting is. I watched it for the first time. Again, I had I had done all this commentary. I had only seen brief clips. I had seen where that where that black guy who was heckling the cops and calling them, you a bum. I I heard where he said, Oh, he is human, bro. And it looked to me when I first saw the little brief clip that, oh, it looks so wrong. It it looks like he's kind of uncomfortable and under knee under the on top of the neck. But I looked yesterday sort of objectively, although I do, admittedly, I do have some bias. I'm like, yeah, come on. This is police work. The lay person doesn't know what he's looking at. I am not a fan of police. Yeah. <laughs> I am, I'm actually quite anti-police, uh, but I know that they are a necessary evil. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, and so and as, a, as a former soldier, I've had to learn how to do certain holds and things like that. To make people uncomfortable, to yep. make them comply, um, I, I could be at the at a entry control point to a fob, uh, Ford operating base, and we'd have uh, what we call TCN third country nationals come in, and we would have to search them every day, search them coming in and leaving. Wow! And we would have them intertwine their fingers on the back of their head, and one of the first things I would do is I'd grab those fingers and I'd squeeze them. <laughs> oh man. And it feels like I'm breaking your hand when I do that. Yeah. And I do that to control them. If they act out, I will break their hand. Okay? When you're doing security work, when you're doing work like that, it is not nice. It is not comfortable. And look, sometimes you got to choke someone out. 
But that is what happened in this case. Right. This guy was freaking out. They were holding him down so he didn't, quote, unquote, hurt himself. I think the way they did it was wrong when they first pulled him out of the of the truck. After the vehicle. Oh, his truck. His truck or their truck? Their truck. When they pulled him out of the truck initially, they laid him up against the wall and he was fine. Yeah. But then he started freaking out again. And so that's when they started to try to, quote, unquote, subdue them. Um, they did it. Was it by procedure? Yes. At the time it was by the procedures that were trained at that, at that police department. I don't agree with those procedures, but I wasn't the one that approved those procedures either. Yeah. They claimed they changed the procedures. Yes, they did change the procedures, but Darren Wilson hadn't gone through that training yet. From what I understand, he was on the force for like 12 years there. Okay. Look, uh, those, there, there are five five cops, I believe, that are currently sitting in prison. One just for being there. He actually did nothing. To Tao? Yeah. The yeah, Christian the, the Christian yeah. guy who was, who was called a bum by the black guy for not yeah. interfering when he was, like, having to watch these people because they kept on approaching the yeah. cops. And, I mean, honestly, he would have been in his right to detain those people. Yeah. Um, and he didn't, which showed great restraint. Yeah. But... Most cops are not trained in de-escalation um, tactics. Most people who work in security aren't trained in de-escalation tactics. Um, I think our police have become over overtly militarized, especially in L.A. Wow, the LAPD is one of the most <laughs> militarized police forces in the nation. They kind of have to be because of the out-of-control crime, though. You can kind yeah, of understand it a little bit. The crime is worse <laughs> in Chicago, and they still have it True. militarized to that level. Um, yeah. But... I think a lot of that has been driven through um, through Hollywood because of uh, uh, movies. Movies can be used as propaganda and things like that. And I, I think that the people of California think that their pe- that their police need to be as militarized as they are because <laughs> of of the of entertainment that is produced there. Yeah, true. I mean, think about like, and then we uh, let what, riots go out of control every. Every yeah. other decade. If you <laughs> if you squash those riots right off the bat and you do it in in an absurdly violent way, they don't happen anymore. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. I remember I was I was documenting one riot and the guy got shot between the legs with wow. a gas grenade. Mm. And I'm laughing, but the <laughs> rioters stopped. Yeah. Because the cop said, I'll do you next. Wow. And I mean, and they're like, we don't want none of this, and they left. Yeah. Was it right for for that guy to literally target that guy's groin with that grenade? No, it wasn't. <laughs> but it was just so shocking that it had the everyone right else looked around and went, "Yeah," and they went, "Oh, we don't want none of this," and they walked off. Yep. I. That kind of stuff has to happen sometimes. Sometimes you have to do something. January sixth wouldn't have happened at the level that it did if they weren't throwing. Um, tear gas and freaking flashbangs into the crowd. They were gaslit into invading. Those doors wouldn't open unless someone hit the magnetic lock, released uh, the magnetic lock, and no one did that from the outside. That was done from the inside. Interesting, man. You know, uh, speaking on those that George Floyd video, um, <laughs> if I can harp on it a little bit more, because it was kind of eye-opening when I saw this. Across both videos, there was this old-timer black guy who is standing on the sidewalk, walking by, and he's like trying to reason with George Floyd, saying, you can't win, man, just get in the car, get in the police SUV. 
He went in on one side and then went all the way out to the other side, mm-hmm. and uh, then he was down on the floor, and then he was in a panic and doing badly, and the uh, black old-timer is saying, What did I tell you, man? You can't win. Stop fighting. Just cooperate. You should have just sat you down. <laughs> well, so when, I did not know that got, a black guy did that there. Yeah, when he initially got put in the... When he initially got put in the SUV that the police have, and he started screaming, I can't breathe, I can't breathe, they yep. should have said, yes, you can, you can talk, and let him suffer there. Yeah. That's all they, that whole yeah, thing could have been I avoided. Agree. If they'd have just left him in there, let him scream, Open let him the windows cry, a little bit. Yep. whatever. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. Okay. When they took him out, when they took him back out of that, out of that police cruiser or SUV, that is where they went wrong. Okay. I think a lot of that could have been avoided. They just let him cry like the little baby he was. Yeah. Man, Saint what a Floyd. mess. What did you say, thankfully? Saint Floyd. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, love, I love how uh, that, that wall mural got uh, blasted down by uh, the of, bolt of lightning. Yeah. yeah. That's just God saying, stop deifying this piece of garbage. Yeah. That's that mama spirit that I was trying to say, like, this is men's work, and I, I sort of agree with you that those last three minutes when he was out completely, maybe at that point they should have gotten off of him because yeah. he wasn't probably going to pull a fast one on them. You can feel but, when someone goes limp. Yeah. You but, can feel that. But in their defense, these people distracting him on, yeah, saying get off of him, like they're not helping. At that point, maybe, no, he, maybe they would have gotten off. And so I don't know. To me, it's it was maybe that it was questionable, and maybe they should have been reprimanded. But these charges are so off, and these convictions and these sentencings are this yeah. judge grandstanding against the Christian Tutau, saying, "Oh, you should have interfered with your fellow officers' work." It was just these courts. I don't have a lot of faith in these courts anymore. Well, it's. It's because everything is political. Yeah, very Politics true. Politics have become a new religion. Yep. And it is disgusting. If you look at the Ingeron, the Judge Ingeron, what he's doing against Trump and how he's acting, um, it's obvious he is just proselytizing his Democrat religious views. That's all it is. Yeah. Wow, what a shame. <laughs> Man, what a clown. I saw there was a camera in the courtroom this Judge Angeron takes off, notices, he takes off his glasses and gives this goofy smile, like a hake smile, when mm-hmm. he notices that he's, that he's on camera. And yeah. it has, you see Trump in the courtroom and you see the Letitia James racist mm-hmm. DA, or AG, whatever she is, yeah, trying to I, stare I down she Trump. she should have been fully disqualified when her only slogan was, I'm going to get Trump. Yeah. If you're going to weaponize... A political office against a, a single individual, I think, I think that right there is a crime in itself. She should be disbarred, and I think she should probably be uh, charged with some felony, uh, bury, you know, uh, false false charges, things like that. I think she should have to go to a woman's prison, and I think she should uh, enjoy all the benefits of that. Crazy. <laughs> I have a super chat that came in from Spoiler Alert on Buy Me a Coffee. Who says the entire George Floyd incident was a hoax, he says, designed to mock Christ's sacrifice, stoke people for the 2020 election, and to get another non-white federal holiday, Juneteenth, 
which was planned eventually to replace the 4th of July. Remember that George Floyd called out, Mama! 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 Whereas Jesus called out to his father, typical Satan inversion. Hoax, he says. Well, and the Juneteenth is a myth, too. So the last slaves that were that were enslaved in America were not released until I believe it was 1871. And it was by the civilized tribes of the Cherokee Navajo and things like that. The native Americans had slaves. Yeah. The longest in America based and Juneteenth <laughs> is when, when Texas June, uh, June 19th of 1865 is when, the the word got to the slaves, or was it 1867? I can't remember. Um, but June 19th is when the slaves in Texas found out that slavery has been abolished, and they but they claimed that was the Great Liberation Day. Nope, sorry, African Americans. African Americans were not actually completely freed until they made the Native Americans free them. Interesting. So the man. last slave owners. We're Native Americans, so get wrecked. All these, uh, all these uh, reservations, these sovereign nations. You know what? America should declare war on them, cut off all power and water to them. If they want to be sovereign, they can live on their own accord without any amenities from America. <laughs> any. Wow, interesting, man. Uh, in the vein of the super chats, I'm going to open the treasure chest on D Live, guys. Uh, you know. You mentioned how you're you're overweight. Yes. And uh, I know that down in the beautiful South, a lot of men and women, wh- whites and blacks and others, Hispanics, are fat. The diet sucks fat. there. The diets, yeah, the diets are terrible. And, you know, across America, there's a mm-hmm. uh, so-called obe- childhood obesity problem. Do you know the number one restaurant in, uh, in California? Do you know what, know what it is? No, what is it? In-N-Out. I was gonna. That was gonna get be my guess, but I I couldn't believe that it actually. In and out, in and out is is freaking. It, it's tasty. It is, but it's not healthy food. Right. But when I go to when I go to SoCal, I'm gonna go eat it in and out. Yeah. Okay. The American diet is bad. Um, we overprocess our foods. We need to get more back towards a uh, a healthier diet, a more clean diet. Um, but no. Uh, sugary sugar water, aka soda, yeah. is everywhere, and it's cheap. In fact, some some places it's cheaper to buy soda than it is regular water. Wow, isn't that ridiculous? It is. <laughs> and think about it we we live we live in a country where we don't produce anything, Hake, and I think that's a problem. We produce nothing. All we do is consume, and who do we consume it from? Our competitors, China. You know, I hear I hear some people say China is a bad place. It is a bad place. They are one of our economic um, opponents, and yet we buy everything from them, Hake. Yeah. Why aren't Americans making things anymore? You know why we're fat? Because we don't do anything. Yeah. Literally. Right. Yeah, true. The only thing that we make these days, and I'm, I'm part of that industry, okay, aircraft sparky. I was an aircraft electrician by trade. I now supervise a jet engine shop. That's what I do. That's what I do for a living. Nice. I over I I I manage people who work on jet engines. We build aircraft. That's really all America does. We do that and farm. Wow. Everything else 
is made in China, made in H.O. in Mexico, yeah. you know, made in Canada. We don't manufacture anything. America needs to manufacture. You want America to get fit? Let's get America working. That's how we do it. I agree, man. Um, they, Trump was bringing back manufacturing, wasn't he? Yes, he was. And as soon as Biden came in, he canceled it because it is, it is, it is better for the Americans to, to basically support slavery overseas. And that's what you're doing when you buy things from China because they pay these people $2 a day to work. Apple. Apple is one of the biggest proponents of slavery in the world. <laughs> okay? But don't worry. I uh, the um what is it the the androids they're made in China too right and they're just they're they're sweatshops they're slave pits and these companies have found it is cheaper to pay someone slave wages house them wow and to ship it all the way across the Pacific to sell to you the American consumer they make more profit doing that than they do paying Americans to do the same damn job is that because of uh, unions? Is it because of minimum wage? Is it because of regulations? All of the above? What is it? So it is uh, partially because the American worker thinks that they are worth more than what they are. Yeah. They don't. They think that a, a fast food worker, oh, well, I should get $20 an hour to flip burgers. A Why? living wage, they yeah. say. Uh, okay. No, if you want a living wage, make an actual living. Do something no one else can do. Specialize. Let's be honest. Anybody can cook a hamburger, but not everyone can make a TV. Not everyone can, you know, <laughs> make big technical things. How many people do you know, Hake, that know how to plumb? Oh, um, some of the older guys that I know know how to do, maybe not plumbing per se, but they know how to do some stuff. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, the trades are dying, Hake. Yeah. And if you want to make a good salary, you go do a trade skill. You become an electrician. You become, you become a plumber, yeah. a carpenter, uh, all these mason mason worker. Those are you union, had a collar. Those are union yeah. things too, but they're not. Uh, those can't really be exported because they have to be done here yes, on the land. Exactly. <laughs> and and so you had a caller yesterday, and she was talking about wanting to work on the tarmac. Yeah, I work in that world. Yes, she could do that job without any problems. Nice. She could. Okay, just as long as she has the attention span to to keep track of those airplanes because if you don't, those engines will suck you up and turn you into hamburger meat. Wow. And it it's it's in an instant. Yeah. It's a dangerous job, but women can do that. Now there are certain portions of of jobs that of uh, of certain jobs that I don't think women would be as well suited for in, in aviation. But overall, most women can do almost anything in the aviation world. Yeah, seriously, true. Interesting. But they don't uh, have so, good depth perception, right? Don't women have poorer depth perception than men, supposedly? Women actually <laughs> have faster, uh, faster reaction times, physical reaction times and everything. Oh, really? Uh, depth perception, yeah, isn't a problem. Um, <laughs> normally, what, what usually gets women in the aviation world is... Uh, separating themselves from their emotional status during emergencies yeah. because um, if an airplane sense. is falling out of the sky and you're freaking out instead of relying falling back on your training and doing what you got to do to recover from a stall or a flat spin or something like that women can do it uh, a lot of women can do it right 
but you have to be able to separate yourself from your emotional self. And, and that's really the, the big difference in that industry. Yep. But I wouldn't recommend a woman go into the construction side of the aviation because there's a lot of heavy lifting things that they physically can't do. Right. Beyond that, the upkeep, the, the logistical movement and things like that. Yeah, completely all day long. I, uh, in the vein of the, um, the eating things that how we're all fat, mm-hmm. um, there was this satanic and I'm a fan of little Caesars. I'm calling okay, it satanic okay. little Caesars commercial that had this football player guy. I don't know if he's a real football player and with some other f- football player friends, different races, white, black, whatever, ambiguous. And they're like, Ooh, this Little Caesars pizza tastes so good. I love eating pizza. It tastes so good with my friends. Eating pizza all the time. They sing this jingle. You're not supposed to be eating pizza all the time. It's supposed to be like a special occasion. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a lot of it is just a lot of the problems that we have had. And and this is something that that I am learning. And and because I got fat. Yeah. I I wasn't always this big. Um, it's it's not just how much food you eat. It's the quality of the food that we eat. Yeah. And the the heavily processed foods, they've got a lot of bad stuff in there. Do you know how much plastic is in the foods we eat today? I've heard we eat like a credit card a week or a month yeah. or something like that. <laughs> it, it's it's disgusting, man. So And that's like messes up your endocrine system, which is hormones or something? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. We're we're not we're not meant to eat the garbage that is being pushed and then you have uh vegans you know that they, they are trying to do stuff like the impossible beat uh i'm sure you've oh, seen yeah. that some of that's not uh, so good uh no all of that is not so good look vegetables are supposed to taste like vegetables meat's supposed to taste like meat <laughs> and if any of the two switch something has been man-made chemically altered things like that that is not natural yeah it's uh if you look at the chemicals listed on the impossible meat You'll be like, wow, that's a lot of stuff where I can go to the the butcher store and buy a steak and it's 100% cow. Yeah. You know, I mean, one ingredient, you know, bovine. Yeah. There are carnivores out there among my listeners and callers who push for that or they say that it works for them. Well, so I feel like I need vegetables and fruits. (laughs) Yes, yes. uh, we're supposed to. We're we're designed. We're what we're called omnivores. Yeah, eat everything. So we're supposed to eat. We're supposed to eat meat. We're supposed to eat vegetables. We're supposed to eat fruits, and uh, yes, even seafoods. Although I would tell you, stay away, stay away from uh, you know filter feeders and <laughs> and shell shellfish, and I would tell you to stay away from pork. Yeah, but that's because I'm Dirty. trying to follow the 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 biblical diet. And the biblical you know. diet is is meant to be, f- so your life goes well. Yes, and, and that, that's what a lot, of, most of the, probably maybe all of those biblical rules and the Old Testament rules were so that life goes well for you. And that's kind of why I'm I'm like modern day Christianity is more of a feel good cult because people think that's not important. That kind of stuff is important. Yeah, you know, diet can affect a lot of things in your life if you have a bad diet. That is the the building blocks of a bad life. True. It's a foundation. That's so true, man. Um, 
Aircraft Sparky, it's been fun having you on the show. We're coming to to an end here. Tell the people how to find you um, and everything. Yeah, uh, look, you can find me on YouTube, uh, Twitch, Rumble, uh, Odyssey. Even though I'm not uploading, Odyssey makes everything so difficult to upload these days. And I don't, I'm not like you. I don't have people working with me to help me with these things. Um, but you can find me one word, Aircraft Sparky, all together on uh, on the Twitter or X, I guess is what they call it now. With a one um, at the end for that one, right? Yeah, it's Aircraft Sparky one. Um, some of the things I say, Kim, you may not agree. Cool. Come yep. talk to me about it. I am open to hear because you may have a you may have a point of view that I have not even considered. I'm just some working schlub <laughs> who got sick of seeing how ridiculous everything is on TV, and so I started to talk about what I think, and I want to hear what you think. I want America to be great, not again. I want it to be great. Period. That's nice. all. That's all we need. Um, we don't need to harken back to a time. What we need to do is take where we are. We need to make it better for everyone, for our children, for our grandchildren. You know, Hake, we need to get you married. We need multiple. Chi- we need. We need a thousand little Hakes <laughs> nice. uh, running around. We need a thousand little less fat me's. As numerous around, as know. the sand on the seashore, the yes. stars in the sky. <laughs> we need to follow the commandments of. Of God, Adonai, we need to be fruitful. We need to multiply. We need to follow God's God's rules, God's laws, and we need to to make a better society. And the only way we can do that is if we talk to each other, and we we find that that common ground. We discuss our differences and we build build a relationships through our commonalities. Thank you so much for having me, Hake. All right, you are a wonderful man. Thank you. Thanks, chat. Aircraft Sparky, take care. Guys, this has been the Hake Report. Enjoy. It's Frog Eyes Friday. Adios, America. Magna. Mag. What is this track? Orbis Magnus. 2003 album, Golden River. Bye, guys. So good. So good, am I right? The Fallen State at noon, guys, Pacific. American Anchor, baby, for Pacific. Church on Sunday. Ha, ha, ha.
No, you're not right. It's not so good. <laughs> Look for Aircraft Sparky on Hake next May. Hopefully so. Hopefully so. They can have, they want boyfriends. They don't want boyfriends. They want men. Bye, guys. Adios.